Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hockey fans, are you ready to Brave the Wild? With me, your host, Paladino Joey. Brave the Wild is available on thesportstuff.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Nice to be back on board once again today, but, well, this past week, not so good for the Wild. They pick up one point out of four. Yeah, only two games to talk about, three games to preview. Going to try to get through this fairly quickly. Um, So... I'm going to kind of merge these games together because it's kind of the same situation in a sense. Uh, okay, the Wild took a lead against Columbus and kind of things <laughs> things snowballed the way they did. And they came back against Winnipeg and then things snowballed the other way again late in that one. It's a team that just, you know, they're just not winning hockey games right now. Um, boy, it's, it throws you off when you see Felino against the... Uh, Against the, against the Wild, you think of our Felino, Marcus Felino, but uh, yeah, he was able to come back from the Winnipeg game, so one of the five guys being out makes his return. The other four are still missing, and of course, Zach Parisi, you think, okay, he's going to come back pretty soon here, could be any day now, and nope, set back, and then it's okay, back on the shelf, so to speak. He's not been put on the uh, long-term injured reserve or anything, like Mr. Uh, Charlie Coyle, who you have no choice with a broken leg. Um He's just kind of he's just kind of lingering right now as Zach Parisi, and the injury is lingering, and they they're being mysterious about it. Even though ninety nine percent of people say it's the back, it even looked like he, his back was bugging him when he was skating out in the uh, the introductions there in the first game, the season opener. Not a good start to the season for the Wild. It's just mm, not been happy. Um, uh, the home opener, not the season opener against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Pardon me. A game in which the Wild things looked extremely promising. You're going against a goalie. In Bravrovsky, who's outstanding. And he's not having a good night because he's on a back-to-back. You'd think they'd bring in their backup, but no. I mean, obviously, you you you're, you have faith in this guy. He's an uh, just an all-star goalie, one of the best in the league. And he's off to a slow start. Uh, Chris Stewart just continues to rack the points up. He is, I can't even believe it when you look at it right now. Seven points on the season already for Chris Stewart in the first five games. That's just stunning. Um, awesome. Uh, Jason Zucker also off to a good start. Six, uh, six points total. Four, four assists. His passing has been really good. As we first started seeing that on the 
famed second line with Koivu, Zucker, and Granlund. Well, right now, that line is Koivu, Zucker, and Stewart, and they've been playing very, very good hockey to get, uh, together. Uh, Chris Stewart, he looks like the old number 10 from way back in the day, and we know who that is. Uh, he looks like it, at least in the fact that he's scoring goals. Not quite as pretty, but Chris Stewart has been a scorer in his past long ago in a galaxy far away with the Colorado Avalanche, the hated Colorado Avalanche. Uh, nice to see the progress for Chris Stewart. It's been impressive. Uh, Mikey Riley picked right back up. He was uh, sent down for a game as you brought in all the <laughs> you brought in all the minor leaguers, and of course, Luke Cunning getting his feet wet. His first game, first couple games. Now he was in there last night as well against the Winnipeg Jets. Had a golden opportunity, but couldn't handle the puck. It wasn't the best pass ever. A little bouncing situation, bouncing puck, centering pass, could not finish against. The Winnipeg Jets, a little disappointing. Um, I'm not seeing anything, I'm not really seeing anybody flash out there, other than Chris Stewart and Zucker are doing really well, though defensively, I don't think anybody's playing well at all, uh, except Koivu for the most part. Um, and again, I'm kind of going to be merging these two games together. Uh, the Columbus game, you know, it, it's just, I mean, I can kind of open with it in a sense. It was nice to see Tyler Ennis get two goals. Of course, the second one was off his skate. But hey, we'll take it off of the Koivu centering pass. Off his skate, we'll, we, we appreciate it. And it's like, this really is our night. We're up 4-2 to two against Columbus. And then, of course, things did what they did. Cam Atkinson helped my fantasy hockey team. He scored his first goal the previous night. Second goal against us. So back-to-back goals for Cam Atkinson, who not doing that hot this year. Certainly not as good as last year yet. Um... It's like you get your hopes up, you see the lead disappear, and it's just heartbreaking. You see just wacky, sloppy defense. Uh, guys that just, you know, it's Dumba, nonstop, uh, particularly in the Winnipeg game, but against Columbus and all the time. It's like he just loses his man. He just falls asleep. You know, they're on a, a little bit of a rush. They have the puck. They're coming into your zone. But Dumba could easily get in front of the guy. It's like he just tries to attack the puck rather than stay with his man, and he gives up goals. And that's what happened against Winnipeg, and you see it continuously time and time again with Matthew Dumba, Matt Dumba, pardon me. He just he just leaves his man. He's caught sleeping. You saw the anger on uh, Bruce Boudreaux's face when the Winnipeg Jets took the lead uh, last night. And against Columbus, just it was just overall sloppy the way they just kind of came in and manhandled this club as they attacked the net, they, they crashed the net, and there was seemingly nothing the Wild could do about it. It's like we couldn't clear the puck out of the zone, couldn't get <laughs> couldn't get our stick on the puck properly, and you get these lucky bounces, these just wacky, silly goals that that just shouldn't happen. I mean, it's on Dubnik, it's on everybody. I mean, Zucker on the uh, on the game tying goal, the puck's just flying in the air. You you just hope he could he could get to it as it's bouncing. And I know slow motion, it looks a lot easier than real life, but my goodness, I mean, it's just it's heartbreaking that uh, things continue to snowball the way they do for this club. Um, the Wild just, whew, boy, they're not off to a good start this season at all. Uh, they've won only one game in regulation, and they have not won a single overtime game. We've, what, what have we gained? Uh, one point against Carolina, one point against Columbus. We lost a regulation game against Winnipeg. It doesn't surprise me so much that the Wild lost in Winnipeg. It's just the way they lost. You know, I mean, you know, you make the comeback, finish it. Just finish the job, and they can't do it. And it's just, ugh. You, you take a lead and you blow it again, and it's just sloppy. You're, you're giving up silly goals. Um, you're not getting in front of a guy. I mean, there's a guy just sitting there wide open. Again, it's you could blame Dumba. You could blame a lot of people. I mean, Dumba was on the ice on the uh, on that play. Uh, just heartbreaking. Wide open. I mean, just wide open. Nobody's on him, and you get a goal. 
I believe that was Blake Wheeler's goal. And yeah, it's just heart heartbreaking to see that happen. Uh, Lane, Lane, another, uh, you know, he was very strong with that one-time shot from a distance. You hope somebody can get in front of it, but he was, but uh, Dubnik was screened, and Dubnik just, you know, if the puck's over the shoulder, it's kind of like game over with him, and that's kind of the case. It's like that with a lot of goalies. That's their that's their weak spot and sweet spot for the cold scorers out there. That's definitely been the case for pretty much forever, unfortunately. Just an overall frustrating couple games. Can't get the puck out of the zone, and of course, Winnipeg just dominated the game early against the Wild. That was heartbreaking. Um, taking that early 2 nothing lead, a silly penalty to... It looked kind of like ticky-tack a little bit. I mean, it looked almost like a dive, and Koivu was pissed off, frustrated, and of course, Winnipeg scores. That made it 2 nothing for the Jets. Actually, that was the first goal, Patrick Lane, pardon me. But then later on, um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the Ellers goal. That was the one where Dumbo was caught sleeping. That's what made it 2 nothing. And, of course, Blake Wheeler just getting loose, and that was his 200th goal of the season. That's where Dumba officially, you know, drew the ire of Bruce Boudreau and myself and many, many, many a wild fan. Chris Stewart, five goals on the season again. Nice nice zip pass from Jason Zucker. Koivu, a nice backhand. And he made a really awesome defensive play in the game as well. Marcus Folino adding a goal on a tip pass. A nice shot from Mike Riley, and he's got three assists on the season. That's that's what you like out of your defense and putting, getting the puck on net, getting it through. Foligno able to deflect it. That was helpful against Winnipeg. Putting the wild ahead. That was wonderful. And then again, it's just like clockwork. You know, uh, late in that second period, Patrick Lane, power play. The Wild always getting stuck, and, and the penalty kill has not been good for this club to start out the season, um, among many other things. Luckily, the Wild power play has been okay for the most part. Okay, not the best, but okay. Uh, the penalty kill has been disappointing as all get out. The defense has been poor, and I I know it's like... <sighs> You get Ferraro on a break, on a breakaway. Of course, he can't finish because I don't know. He just can't. I mean, there's an AHL player going against an NHL goalie. You hope he can finish, and sometimes they can, but most of the time it's just like whatever. Big shocker, and that that's what kind of game this was. Uh, the Wild luckily had a goal disallowed from Winnipeg because they're just too just too busy in there, and that goal was not allowed. Just too much going on in the crease. Thank God. Overall, a frustrating night though. Winnipeg extremely frustrating night against Columbus. You thought, there you go. There's your little breakthrough win. Nice little gutty victory with all these you know, these minor leaguers being brought up and they're running that fourth line as Matt Collin moves up to the third. I mean, you have to have those guys run the fourth line. Zach Mitchell and such. Uh, Foligno returning against Winnipeg. He looked okay and it was nice to see him get that deflection. Nice to see him crashing the net and had a nice vicious hit along the way. As did uh, Chris Stewart had a really good one before his goal after just again that nice zinger from Jason Zucker. Zucker the zinger. He's, he's got a nice... He, he slides that puck really nice a la uh, Mikhail Granlund. I mean, he's picked up that from Mikhail Granlund the last year or so. And it's nice to see. You're seeing you're seeing guys score, but you're seeing horrible defense. It's just, okay, we're scoring goals a little bit. That's nice. We're not getting shut out one nothing. You know, at least we're not losing games one nothing. We're making them kind of interesting and stuff and stuff, right? But... <laughs> <laughs> just sloppy defensively. Guys are just letting. We're not getting the puck out of the zone, and of course, we're leaving guy. We're leaving. We're leaving forwards wide open, right in front of the net. That Ellers goal is just extremely frustrating. Like, what is going on here? How, how can he be wide open in front of the net like that? Unacceptable. And of course, Dumba letting Blake Wheeler go right past him, uh, as uh, Kyle Connor had the puck. 
Dumba went at Kyle Connor rather than staying with Blake Wheeler, where Connor had a defender in front of him already. So what's the point? What are you doing, Dumbo? What's the point? Trying to make some spectacular play or something? Uh, you got to stick to Blake Wheeler because, you know, there were enough players in front of Connor. And I don't know, just mm, disgusting. Blake Wheeler, uh, obviously, ending things long term. The Wild could not finish after multiple attempts, of course, in that third period. And that was kind of all she wrote. And that's just kind of what kind of week this has been. Uh, it's like I don't even want to say a whole lot, even though I just did. For me, Matt Dumba gets the James Shepard Memorial. Uh, the Mike Madonna Award for this week, as I'm kind of wrapping things up here quickly, because I'm just really frustrated. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like you're going to see, yeah, you're definitely going to see Alex Stalock tonight against Calgary. 100% chance. There's no way Dubnik's going to be in net. He's not been that good. Stalock wasn't that great either, the way things snowballed against Carolina. How sick was that? Um, but uh, the Mike Madonna Award, it's going to stick to Chris Stewart again. He's going to get the first two... Uh, Mike O'Donnell Awards. I got to give honorable mentions though to Koivu and Zucker. Strong honorable mentions. That you know, I'm I'm going to give the Mike O'Donnell Award to that whole line: Koivu, Zucker, and uh, Mister Chris Stewart, who again, who's been leading the team in scoring overall, leading score. Zucker with nice passes. Everybody's been making dis- mistakes defensively. I'd say Koivu's been the best defensive forward by a mile. Though of course, again, Winnick. Yes, he makes. He's really good on the puck, and he's very physical. He stops plays time and time again, stops scoring chances in a big way. Uh, I love Daniel Winnick, but of course, I don't know, you're going to get a goal like once a month from the guy, <laughs> so I don't know. And it's not because he's worthless, it's just he's he's a fourth line, third, fourth line, he's a bottom six uh, forward in the NHL, but he's an outstanding defender. So he plays his role, and that's what it is. That's just kind of how things are going to go at this stage. Been very unhappy, though, defensively, particularly from, I mean, it's just... Matthew, Matt Dumba has been extremely frustrating. Um, Dubnik has been soft, I would have to say. He, 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 he'll he make great saves, and the next thing you know, there it goes. Um, you know you know the puck's coming from because from, from a long distance, and it just goes right past him on these uh, one-timers from a, a far distance away. So it's just, you know, like 20, 20, 30 feet away sometimes, and that's where the frustration comes in with Dubnik. But I can't give it to him overall because the defense in front of him has been killing Devin Dubnik, and that's a huge... There's a huge red stamp on um, Matt Dumba at this stage, as in no good. He's been no good so far. And you get all excited about what Matt Dumba can bring offensively. You'll put up with a little defensive lapse here and there. And you're not getting offense from him either. Um, sure, on the power play, and he'll, he'll get the puck on that. He'll generate scoring chances sometimes, but not that much, you know? Sometimes. Um, sometimes guys got to finish in front of him, too. There is that, but still. I don't know. Um, not been happy with Matt Dumba so far. Uh, it's like we're all, we were all glad we were able to keep him from Vegas, but I don't know. I'd rather Marco Scandella right now than Matt Dumba. Anybody else? I mean, anybody else? Anyone? Are, are your hands raised? Or I don't know. I, th- I think I see some hands out there, but maybe it's my imagination. Not happy so far. Uh, I, I doubt I'm the only one. So that's going to wrap this up. It's only two games, so... I, why rehash the same thing over and over and over again? It's just going to add to the frustration. Uh, overall, happy with happy with the the, the goal scoring with with the, for the most part, it's been good. But the defense in front of Dubnik is the problem. So there I go rehashing. We'll be back after this. We'll be going to preview three games against Calgary, Vancouver, and the New York Islanders. And of course, we'll check up with Iowa and the prospects. Still, not a whole lot to talk about there, but some there is some. We'll be back right after this. 
And we are back here on Brave the Wild, segment number two. Time to do some previewing and checking in on the prospects. Let's jump on board indeed. Calgary Flames tonight, Saturday, the 21st of October. October, we're almost at Halloween. Can you believe it? Quick note, though, as well. This might be the last show for a little while. I'm not sure because fall cleanups are coming up really quick. That's my second job is lawn service, and it's getting to be fall cleanup time very soon. Maybe back next Saturday. There's actually a pretty good chance. We'll see. But after that, and if I'm not back next Saturday, (laughs) you'll know why. It might be sporadic, like rainy days, that type of thing, keeping up during the month of November. The month of November gets sporadic, so... It might be here and there, uh, the show. Uh, it won't be like Saturday mornings like I like to do most of the time with this one. Um, just giving you a heads up if the show disappears for a week or two, something like that. And then all of a sudden, bam, there it is on a, on a Wednesday or something. It'd be because of that, like a rainy day or something, Wednesday, Tuesday. Who who knows what it is? But ultimately, it's going to be like that until week of Thanksgiving or so. That's usually when we get caught up. Intend, I almost always, every single year, record Brave the Wild on Thanksgiving for whatever reason. It just turns out that way because I want to get caught up and get going on Brave the Wild that day. So... In the evening, obviously, I have uh, more free time after all the family stuff, and just kind of, it's kind of chill, and I feel good about it. So, just giving you a heads up again. I doubt this is the last show until Thanksgiving Day, but if it is, well, uh, you'll know why. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad, though. So, the Calgary Flames, my second favorite team, and yeah, I have a second favorite team, but I don't go ape bleep over them. So, don't worry. When the Wild play Calgary, I want. I'm a hundred percent Wild fan. Everybody's got a kind of, kind of, sort of a second favorite team, but it's not like I'm out wearing their jersey or something every day and I never wear wild stuff. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> I always wear wild stuff and that's about it. So let's get on with it. The Calgary Flames, what a nice offseason they had and all that. They bring in Mike Smith, the veteran goalie, who of course kind of looks like Devin Dubnik and he was Devin Dubnik. He was the starter when Devin Dubnik was in Arizona and there he is with Calgary now in the offseason. Because you know Calgary had to do something at the goaltending position. Chad Johnson was okay and they wanted to bring him back but off he went. Uh, and there's Mike Smith now, and of course the Flames also bringing in Eddie Lack, who w- had a pretty good game against the Wild last year in Carolina. See, the Wild could never win there for whatever bleeping reason. Whatever. Uh, the Flames didn't win there recently either. That was their most. That was their last game on October the 19th. Two to one loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. That kind of sucks. But their worst loss of the year, Ottawa six nothing at home. Ah, you'll be hearing about that in the fireside. Uh, yeah, it's called the fireside uh, chat. That's a good. That's a good podcast. I listen to it. Uh, Flames overall, though strong so far this year, they are in third place in their division in terms of points. There's all that game in hand bullcrap, but the Flames are in third place right now. The Kings are leading the way in the Vegas Knights, five and one on the season. I can't even believe the Vegas Knights just rolling so far. Would they? They'd be. They would easily be the first team um, to make the playoffs in their first season. I don't think they will, but wow. They're looking good, and you know what? They have some nice players, too. I'm looking forward to talking about them when we first play them. It's it's fun, and I like the Knights, too, just because, I mean, it's pretty cool to have a Vegas team in the uh, NHL, and the, the name is cool. The logo is pretty cool, too. Let's get to the Calgary Flames, though. Jeez, I'm already killing myself here. Johnny Goodrow leading the way so far. Again, one of the... <laughs> one of the young stars of this club 10 points on the season he's leading the way and it's um, mostly because of assists because he's obviously a playmaker Brody uh, Matt 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 to Chuck of course the son of uh, Keith to Chuck 
five points on the season. They're 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 all right. Uh, I have Giordano, the veteran defenseman on my fantasy team. He's not doing that much. I don't know why I'm talking about my fantasy team. Of course, Yarimer Yager inked recently. He's been in the four games. He missed the first three because he's just kind of getting back in the uh, back in the swing of things. And of course, the whole back to back situation. You're not going to see Yarimer Yager traveling a whole lot uh, <laughs> with the back to backs anyway. Uh, Sam Bennett, that's kind of a surprise. He was a big up-and-comer. He hasn't done anything so far. They're a little frustrated about that, I gotta think. Seven games and nothing. Just a minus two so far for Sam Bennett. Ouch. Painful start of the season for him. The Wild, well, yeah. We never win in Calgary. We never beat this team. And it's not because I hope go Flames. No, it's because we never do. Uh, and I don't like the way the Wild are playing right now. I mean, the hope tonight is that Alex Daylock just has like the shocker of a game. And, of course, the offense just explodes. I remember last year you had that 5-1 to one loss in Calgary before things started to go in a good direction for the Wild. They, they had started to play better, and then they had that horse bleep game against the Flames 5-1 to one last year. Actually, that was, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, that might have been in January, actually, a little bit later. It was one of the streak busters, you could say, a 5-1 to one loss. I remember Bruce Boudreaux, his jaw hit the floor on one of the goals. He was looking up at the replay. It was kind of fun to watch, but a terrible game. I don't know. I don't like this matchup. It just never seems to go well. Uh, the Wild have had success against Mike Smith, though. That's for sure. And Eddie Lack, for some strange reason, he's just another one. The Wild suck against him against. They sucked against him against uh, Vancouver two years ago. Sucked against him last year in Carolina. Uh, I don't know. If Eddie Lack's in that, I got a bad feeling. <laughs> I think the Wild have a better chance against Mike Smith, even though he's clearly the better goalie. Uh, Eddie Lack has had a terrible start to the season. He. Uh, Boy, uh, he had a very brief start, too. Very brief start. Only played half of a first period and gave up... Ah, boy, gave up quite a bit. Um, Terrible start for him. Um, They just didn't have a good feeling about him in that game. He's uh, he's goals against average at this point because of his minutes is five goals a game. Uh, I'm going to pick a loss. I, I don't want to, but I think the Wild lose tonight. I really don't want to. I, I just don't like the matchup. It's, again, I, I told you the hopes as to why the Wild would win the game. Um, the most likely guy to score for the Wild in tonight's game is Luke Cunning finally going to get his first goal, or, or, or is it going to be Jason Zucker tonight, maybe? Jason Zucker's going to add another one, get his third of the season. Oh, boy. I, I want to go with Luke Cunning's going to get his first goal as an NHLer tonight. It's he, he didn't start out so great, kind of timid, not not spectacular, but I think he'll get a little, I, I, I you know, it's finally his third game after these stupid long breaks, which nobody likes. Nobody likes him. There's there's no point here. Um, but I'm going to say Luke Cunning scores his first goal of the season against the Calgary Flames tonight, but the Wild will lose to the Flames 3-2. to two. Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks, the next game on the Wild schedule. This is a matchup that the Wild should win again, but I don't know. It's been funny. It's a goofy matchup for the Wild for some strange reason. This game, of course, Tuesday night. It's a home game. I'm going to pick a win for the Wild. I, you know, I mean, in Vancouver, I don't know. It's Vancouver and Calgary. The Wild always, just, they, they always have just, the, it's it's like a nightmare. And, and you want the Wild to break out of it, but they never do for some strange reason. The Canucks are okay. They're like a 500 team right now. Seven points in seven games on the season. Jacob Markstrom. Jacob Markstrom has been the main goalie. Not as familiar a name as we've heard in the past. I mean, you've had so many different guys like Miller and, and of course, Eddie Lack was there. Uh, Anders Nilsson has, has been in two games. He's been mediocre at best. 
Jacob Markstrom slightly better, but Nielsen did add a shutout in one game and then got crushed in another. So he gave up four goals in one game and shut out another. So it's kind of hit and miss with him. This team is definitely in rebuilding and transition at this point. It's the it's the out with the old in with the new type of situation over there in Vancouver, except for Thomas Vanek. They I'd add him in the offseason. He has three goals on the season. He's second on the team, tied with Bo Horvat. At, at this stage, uh, Mar- Derek Dorsett's the overall leading scorer with four goals, five points on the season. Not a spectacular, not spectacular numbers, but certainly good. Um, you have a mix of veterans and young guys, and it's just, it's not working out so hot. Marcus Granlund, of course, younger brother of Mikhail Granlund. Hope, hopefully he gets healthy soon, as he's day-to-day with that groin injury. Lucky, Luckily, that's not a long-term injury yet, but we'll see how that comes around. The Sandine brothers have been on the decline for years. They're both at three points on the season. Daniel with three and Henrik with three. Henrik with three assists. Daniel with two goals and one assist on the season. This is a very winnable game for the Wild. And if you're going to get things ready to roll, I mean, we used to say, what's the best way to to get a machine running well again is, well, to oil it. Now is the, the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Whack when they stunk. Now, I guess that's the Vancouver Canucks. I guess they're the kind of the new uh, you know team to kind of hopefully be a streak buster for the Wild. Because I do think th- the way they will lose to Calgary. But I pick a victory over the Vancouver Canucks. At this point, I'm going to go with... Uh, I, I think the Wild continue their scoring. It's going to be a 4-2 to two game. Devin Dubnik will be a net in this one. He will not be a net against Calgary. The Wild lose 3-2 to two to Calgary. They win 4-2 to two against the Vancouver Canucks. Devin Dubnik has a rebound of a game. You're going to see a little bit better defense. I guess a team that doesn't score that much. I mean, this Vancouver team doesn't score that much, and their, their defense, their overall game is not that great. Uh, they saw 5-2 to two losses to Calgary, 6-3 to three loss to Boston. They give up goals over there in Vancouver. So I'm not too worried about them. I think the Wild, uh, there's almost no excuse here. Uh, they shut out Ottawa on the road, though, which was a bit of a surprise. That was Anderson, or Anders Nilsson in that. Anders Nilsson in that there. Um, I do pick a victory, 4-2, to two, most likely guy to score in that game. In the past, I would have always said, well, it would have been Granlin, but yeah, if he comes back, he will. Yep, yeah, he had that wonderful hat trick last year against the Vancouver Canucks. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that was against Miller. It seemed like the Wild always play well against Miller, and they stink against Lack. It's just kind of goofy. But uh, Markstrom, hopefully the Wild can get things going there. And they don't get shut out by Nielsen in one of his little back and forth type of situations. Uh, Detroit will not be on a back, or excuse me, Vancouver will not be on a back-to-back. They will have been in Detroit the previous night, and they will stay in the Midwest over to Minnesota uh, two nights later. Most likely guy to score if I ever get it out. We'll go with Jared Spurgeon. I, I have a good feeling about Spurgeon in that one. I mean, this is all just random fun stuff. It's just kind of adding fun, little predictions for the show. Ah, Jared Spurgeon will score for the Wild in that one. New York Islanders. This would have been a neater rider one because that's, of course, where he came from Thursday night. The Minnesota Wild. <laughs> we'll play the New York Islanders. This is a team, another one, and it's and it's another home game, by the way. Uh, the Wild will play Pittsburgh on Saturday, so we will not be previewing that one. We'll hope as long as I'm here Saturday morning next week again, at least, or earlier. Who who knows? Um, the Islanders, the, the Wild, it's, boy, oof, this is a funny matchup. Every year, every freaking year, you don't know what you're going to get. This is a box of chocolates type of game, and yeah, forgive me. Another team, they've had, they've, they've been struggling really bad. They've been, have, they've had trouble scoring goals. I mean, two goals against St. Louis, two against Anaheim, one against San Jose, one, two against Los Angeles. They managed to get four 
against the New York Rangers, and they won that game, luckily for them, on the road. And they won a roadie against the San Jose Sharks a couple games before. You know, all these teams, they have these nice evened-out schedules. You don't see five-day breaks here. <laughs> why, why can't the Wild keep a little bit of a schedule going? <laughs> but I don't know. Somebody else will have like, these big breaks. I guess we'll have ours early. Um, this is a talented team that's underachieving, man. I mean, John Tavares, three points in seven games so far. They can't be happy with that. Uh, Brock Nelson is leading the way. Brock Nelson. He sounds like a wrestler, but he's not. Um, he's leading the way so far with five points, tied with Casey Kizakas over there. And the Isle, or is it Brooklyn now, unfortunately? I wish it was the Isle. Damn it. Island, damn it. Not not Brooklyn. Screw Brooklyn, man. <laughs> Cal Clutterbuck, our old buddy who none of us like that much. He's missed three games so far. Two points in those four games for the New York Islanders. That was a hell of a trade for the most part. Unfortunately, Nito Niederreiter is still out for a, for a bit at this point. There's no way he'll be back yet. But the following week, the, the hope will begin. But uh, I don't know. An injury like that, that can take at least a month sometimes. I mean, high ankle sprains are no joke. Especially if, like, with skating. I mean, there's nothing more important than your ankles pretty much when you're skating. Though, I don't know. I guess you could say anything. Your your knees, of course. That's pretty crucial, too. (sighs) Winnable game for the Wild. Very winnable game. It's a funny matchup. Uh, The Wild tend to play the Islanders better at home than on the road. seems like we always lose over there for whatever reason. Or is it it the other way around? Ah, it's a weird matchup. (sighs) I, I like the Wild's chances in this game. Islanders, to this point, just like Vancouver, 3-3 three and three on the season 7 points. Exactly the same record. Uh, and, and overtime loss mixed in there. They don't score that much, like I just said. I, I expect Dumnik to be a net. I mean, these are these are games you need to win. You know, you need to get back-to-back wins here. And if you can beat Calgary, too, that'd be absolutely awesome. For some strange reason, the Wild always plays awesome against the... Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, so who knows? I mean, the Pittsburgh Penguins, though, in the Stanley Cup Finals, watch them sweep us. Uh, you got to take advantage of these teams that don't score that much. You got to get the job done. I mean, you don't want to see the same 4-3 overtime loss BS that you've been seeing the past couple weeks here. This is a team you've got to shut down, get your, just play fundamental hockey. We're getting, we're scoring goals with all these scorers out. That is a miracle for the most part. The fact that we're scoring the goals that we are, that that is an awesome sign. So if we can just get some defense in front of the net. I mean, Marco Scandella being gone hurts, but let's step it up a bit here. Obviously, the forwards' terrible defense isn't helping either. Koivu's been, uh, Koivu and Winnick have been carrying the club defensively from, from, the, from the forwards, whereas the, uh, Zucker, sometimes he'll, be, he'll make a nice defensive play. The next thing you know... I don't know. It's like he he can't control the puck. He gets right past him uh, defensively. He he can't get his stick on the puck, poke it out. <clears throat> it's kind of hit and miss with him. Obviously, Dumba, if he doesn't step up, I'd scratch him for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> seriously. I mean, if you have to call up Carson Soucy, do it. And I wouldn't mind seeing Carson Soucy out there, to be quite honest. In good faith, I'm going to pick a win. I'm going to pick a win. The Wild are going to go 2-1 and one this week, get a little rebound, and they have to. I mean, there's no excuse. Uh, Bruce Boudreau, i got to think, he really let, laid into the team last night. I think he really laid into Dumba, too, after that horrible uh, gaffe on, uh, on, on the give-and-go there with uh, Blake Wheeler at the end of the game there. Well, what ended up being the end of the game. So, uh, no excuses. The Wild should win 3-2 to two against this Islander team. It's just a mediocre club. 
who's underachieving, take advantage, 3-2 to two victory for the Wild, just just lock things down, does it have to be 4-3, to three, whatever it is, if it's going to be sloppy and you're going to give up stupid goals, at least score 4 against uh, Halak, who's, who's kind of up and down, Halak, sorry, sorry, Yaroslav Halak, or is it Thomas Grice, who I think he had a pretty good game against us last year, Halak was the one we did well against, which is pretty funny, uh, you got to take advantage though, beat this team who's not playing well, they did beat their crosstown rival though, Last night, again, uh, in uh, with the New York Rangers, lucky for them in the shootout, two to one in the shootout, Isles over the Rangers. But yeah, I mean, let's take advantage three to two. Maybe it has to go to overtime, four to two, whatever it is. Maybe we score a four to three. Pardon me, uh, an overtime thriller, whatever it is. I I think this game is going to go to a shootout. How about that? The Wild will win in a shootout or overtime, whatever it is. So the Islanders will pick up a point in the game. The Wild two. And there you go. So let's look a bit up at the prospects. Oh, goody. I mean, Iowa, at least, at the at the bare minimum. It's mostly minor league type of players that are scoring. Uh, Justin Kloos, though, the former gopher, three points along the way. Pat Canone and Colton Beck leading the way with Cal O'Reilly. Those guys are career minor leaguers to this point. <laughs> Justin Kloos, also, at this point, he's a career minor, er, he's a minor leaguer now. The former gopher captain and all that. Uh, nice, tough guy. He's got a little koivu in him, that defensive center who can score a bit. Uh, good for him, as he's tied for third on the team in scoring with several others. <laughs> Carson Soucy's amassed two points in the five games he's been in there. Kyle Rowe had been hurt, but he's come back finally, and he scored a goal in one game for Kyle Rowe. Good for him. Uh, Mario Lucia, nothing so far. He's a minus six, and he's been very disappointing, as obviously he's a, he's a significant prospect when you trade up in the second round for him. And he's been disappointing in Iowa. Minus six, and he is at the bottom of the barrel so far. He's probably he's, he's been the worst player for the most part, at least in the forwards, to start out the season. Now, Swedberg's been the only goalie thus far. Michaelik has gotten no action. Five games for Nicholas Swedberg. And he's not faring that well either. 3.08 a game, and he's 2-3 and three on the season for the Iowa. That is the Wilds record, 2-3. and three. Very mediocre start for them, just like us. Um... Nick Steeler's been providing the big defense. Pretty much a stay-at-home guy with a lot of physical physicality, pardon me. Ryan Malone's been beating some people up and all that, but that's about it. Not been providing much offense. Only one assist so far in the five games for him as he's that possible veteran uh, call-up one day. Bersetsi uh, Ber- Ber- sent, sent back down there as he's yeah, his production level's not been good. A sixth-round pick years ago, not been up to par. Chase Lang was a uh, pick a few uh, years back. He's still obviously with us in Iowa, and he hasn't been doing too much either to this point. That's the unfortunate part. We'll look at a couple others real quick <clears throat> and wrap up the show. we got to always check on Mr. <laughs> we got to always check on my favorite guy, uh, Dmitry Sokolov. Dmitry Sokolov, but first I guess I go to Brandon Duhaim with Providence. Four games, two points for him. Three points so far, as he added in another assist last night. Good for him. Dmitry Sokolov, though, obviously on Sudbury. I don't know why they're keeping him in the Ontario League. Oh, bring him to Iowa. Please bring Dmitry Sokolov to Iowa. I mean, he was productive there. And they could really use him. The Iowa Wild could use him. I understand he's extremely young. He's only 19 and all that. But you can't go with the young thing forever. Dmitry Sokolov at age 20 next year. He's 19 now. But by the end of this season, April 14th, hmm, 
<laughs> Same birthday as my old cat. That's funny. 12 points so far, 6 goals, 6 assists, and 11 games for Dmitry Sokolov. As he's, well, he's doing what you'd expect him to do in the OHL, and that's pretty much dominating with the Sudbury Wolves. Again, very happy he's at least in North America. That's the number one challenge with the Russian players, getting them here in North America, which, of course, we would like to very much to uh, accomplish with Kirill Kaprizov. 18 games, 21 points over there in the KHL in Moscow. CSKA Moscow. And you know, in the Euroleagues, usually numbers are very low. It's it's a it's a tougher game over there. Very tough, physical. And obviously it's tough here, but it's tough. But it seems like the scoring is a little more open in the NHL, depending on how good you are. Uh, and of course, <laughs> for this guy to have 21 points in 18 games in the KHL, that's pretty damn good. Uh, and, he's, and, it's, and he's doing it evenly. 11 goals, 10 assists so far. Ah, boy, Kirill Coppers out. You, you can just feel it coming, man. Please. Oh, I wish the Wild could get him in town. Moscow. Oh, I wish the Wild could get him. I mean, the KHL. I mean, the numbers always stink over there. You know, and for him to be doing what he's doing is amazing. I got to bring this up, too, and it's painful. Alex Tuck so far for the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, guess what? He got called up already, and he's got two goals in and an assist in three games, or in two games, pardon me. Nice start for him. Um, he couldn't do crap here in about seven games with the Wild last year. It just seemed kind of just, mm, but he had a nice offseason, got better. And not surprisingly, Alex Tuck would have absolutely been on the Minnesota Wild this year, i got to think. It's funny that he wasn't even on Vegas to start out, but he is now, and mm, wow. Um, but of course, they were figuring things out. They are seeing who they wanted, and Alex Tuck, he's probably going to be a mainstay there in uh, Vegas, and boy, oh, good for him. Luis Belpedio, he hasn't done any scoring yet. He's in his senior year in Miami University. Well, actually, he finally did. He got a couple of points. Two points now in three games. Good for him. He was able to get two points last night for the, for Miami University. The captain for Miami, Ohio, Luis Belpedio. Looking forward to hopefully get him to the Wild, <laughs> at least Iowa, in April. As Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere else for him to go at this point. Get him to Iowa and go from there. Avery Peterson still with uh, the Duluth Bulldogs. He's in his final year in college. In four games, he only has one assist so far for the center. He's pretty much been a third liner over there, and that's you know that's just kind of how things go at this point. He hasn't uh, he hasn't taken the reins so far. Jack Sadek, local guy, Lakeville Gophers, already in his junior year. I can't even believe it, and he has no points so far. But he's provided a little bit of physical defense for a team that hasn't been that hot so far. Ah, uh, Jack Sadek, that's too bad. Uh, you're hoping for a little more. He is, but he is more of a physical stay-at-home guy. But occasionally, he has these little bursts. And you wish you could get that out of him, but we're not seeing it so far. We'll look at this year's top pick, even though it's a third round. He's a top guy. Even Ladanya with the Erie Otters. The Erie Otters. His third year in the OHL, just like Sokolov already. Jeez. But he's younger. He's really young. <laughs> ten points, six goals, four assists so far for the Erie Otters in ten games. So nice to see him being <laughs> well productive in the OHL level, but obviously... OHL is what it is. I mean, you know, it's 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 a high end like single A. Like if it's baseball, it'd be like high end single A pretty much. Um, you got other players in the ECHL right now with the Rapid City Rush. Well, we won't really get to that right now. Let's think, let things catch up a bit. You can only talk so much about five about their production in five games so far at that level. And when you can't really watch that many games, you can kind of come in once in a while. But it's good to get a progress report on these guys, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. Keep people caught up, you know, that are interested in. Maybe the next star player for the Wild. Hopefully one of these guys could be that one one day. 
I can definitely see Carson Soucy being at least a, a bottom two uh, pairing for the Wild one day. Bottom two, you know, the five six pairing for the Wild one day at a, at a minimum. Maybe he'll yeah he'll eventually be uh, uh, he'll replace uh, Quincy out there one day. But Quincy's been doing a good job so far. Uh, nice uh, nice addition to the Wild, kind of a veteran leader defensively. He's he's done better than than others. I would have to say he's, he's doing better than Dumba so far. <laughs> Oh, mm, it's been disappointing. So let's talk about social media briefly here. At Brave the Wild. At Brave the Wild is the Twitter account. Give that a follow if you could. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Brave the Wild. Facebook.com forward slash Brave the Wild. Give that a a like. Give the uh, at Brave the Wild a follow on Twitter if I said that correctly. Give the Facebook page a like. Comment on there. Interact with me. It's been a very quiet uh, week with both the social medias there. One place that's never quiet, and that would be MN Wild Players, MN Wild Players, I'm a proud admin of that page. Pavel Buniat and Merrick Skyba, both out of the Czech Republic there. Really appreciate you guys. You've been wonderful friends to me. Uh, they keep up with the all the prospects like I do. And, of course, they go all the way from <laughs> Mario Lucia, or let's go like to Chase Lang level, all the way up to, you know, all the way up to Eric Stahl, Devin Dubnik, and the Minnesota Wild. They talk about everybody on that page. They keep up with them. They're, it's just a wonderful web page, the way they keep up with everything. They keep up with NHL, off-season news, this and that, and regular season news, of course, <laughs> like right now with Zach Parisi. Uh, God knows what. Obviously, uh, you know, Nita Ryder, Granlin is day-to-day with that groin injury. Nita Ryder, a couple of weeks out, uh, away, and, and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Charlie Coyle. Gosh, a guy you're hoping could get to that 60-point range, 25 goals, something, something, some damn thing. And then and, and then he gets a freak injury like that with the broken leg off the slap shot from my, my guy, uh, Jared Spurgeon. Heartbreaking. So, you know, you look forward to the season, you know, like Granlin's going to get his 80 points, this and that. I don't know now. He's going to have to really, really, really turn it up. And how, how do you turn it up after a groin injury uh, right out of the gate? I mean, you're going to be, he's probably going to be slow out of the gate the first week or so. But we'll see. Hoping for the best there. And, of course, Zach Parisi, will he ever play again? I mean, I'm beginning to wonder what's going to go, what's going to happen with Zach Parisi. So that's been a huge frustration. But let's get back to MNW players again. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Pavel Buniet and Brandon Skyba. They, uh, Merrick Skyba. I don't know why I just called him Brandon. It's because I'm looking at Landon Ferraro. <laughs> Merrick Skyba. I am really sorry, man. Uh, Brandon. Because I'm looking at this Landon thing. Ah, so distracting. Brandon Mendel, all these names. <laughs> Merrick Skyba, you guys out of Czech Republic. They do a wonderful page. Do give that a like. And they have a reg- uh, real website as well. The link is on the Facebook page. Give that a, a like, join, interact with them, interact with me and others on there. I'm very happy to be an admin on that page, and they are kind enough to allow me to post links to Brave the Wild on that page as well. Thank you again, guys. God bless. Uh, if you'd like to get on this show uh, verbally, uh, vocally, pardon me, you can hear it. You can actually hear what's going on. Call into the phone lines, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention you're calling in for Brave the Wild. Enter your statement, comment, shout-out, question, whatever it is. There's also the call now, call now button on the Facebook page. Do just click on that, and you could be from anywhere in the world as long as you're on the Internet somehow, some way. If it's cellular, satellite, or, of course, uh, uh, Wi-Fi, you can uh, join the page that way by clicking the Call Now button. It goes through the Facebook Messenger, so it's free. The Facebook Messenger application in that sense. 100% free, right to that same phone line, which is a three-minute limit on that voicemail. 
And then there's the uh, audio submission route, which can be used by anybody uh, as well. Use your smart device, which I'm holding right here. You can't see me holding it, but I am. Samsung Note 8. Uh, you can use the free voice recorder. Whatever your smart device is, there are free free voice recording apps on there. Record it for however long. I'll say a five-minute limit, and then email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com, and I'll easily convert it into an MP3 file and slide it right on in there into this segment, and we can interact with each other, and it'd be great. So it's not live, of course. It's, it's a voicemail, and a, but again, you, you get to be on the show, and I get to respond to you and, have, and enjoy your company that way. So you email that to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. All the information... Will be in the show description. As for the Facebook pages, the Twitter, and of course the email address there. Please give Brave the Wild a positive rating on iTunes if you could. It'd be greatly appreciated. I'll give you a huge shout out on the show, and thank you very much in advance if you could do that. It is worth its weight in gold. So we will wrap things up. We'll be back hopefully next week with a two-in-one week. I'm trying to be optimistic. Trying my best would be really appreciated with a little successful Canadian trip and. Uh, and uh, come coming home as well. So, unfortunately, yeah, no success in Winnipeg. Hopefully some success against Calgary, Alberta. And then, yeah, you host Vancouver, host New York. Let's get some wins there if, if humanly possible. <laughs> Until then, take care and go wild. 